Yo, 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 yo. Hello. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. How's your week? It was good, you know. Finished school. Um, living my best Lord life. Lord Jesus Christ. I saw you went to the beach. You got sandy booty? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. You know, God, I'm some flesh-eating staphylococcus aureus yeah. bacteria. Low-key. But that's fine. I caught four sand dollars and a scallop. It's all worth it. Yeah, I stayed home, watched lots of Netflix, Stranger Things, loved it. I'm not going to give any spoilers, but watch it, We'll y'all. give the spoilers when you guys are ready. Yeah, catch up, catch up, catch up. <laughs> <laughs> so, on this episode of R&B, we are on episode nine, episode nine, and we're going to start, like, Hi guys. Uh, addressing some stereotypes that we hear on a daily basis, and <laughs> if these bullets touch your soul, then let it just, let it touch you. Literally. <laughs> but it's, it's so funny, because I'm like, there's so many stereotypes on, like, your everyday life, like, black people love chicken, black people like watermelon da, 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 and all that, so all that stuff like that i think it's like that is friendly and like jokey and ha 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 but then like the shit that i don't like and it's a pet peeve of mine and i've like learned to like kind of curve it is when i talk i pronounce words properly and i say full sentences so the whole you talk white Ooh. yeah there's I've just so before. many issues with that statement that that statement <sighs> It's just, I get it. I get that some people are just like joking around and ha ha ha. But that statement comes from such a such a strong place of like ignorance that it just blows my mind. Yeah. So because you, they expect all black people to just be ghetto and speak with broken English and not know how to formulate sentences and have opinions and stuff. So it's like, it's insulting even if they are joking about it because it's basically like, I expected you to be a fucking idiot and you're not? Oh my God, wow. Yeah, and it's like, when you say that, you're saying, oh, you speak like well and you speak educated so that means that you can't speak black and when you when you put that out there it's saying that all black people aren't educated and can't speak well because just because i'm doing something right then that means that i'm speaking white that that you know i'm just like yeah and the thing with it speaking white there are tons and tons of white people who speak with broken english and who cannot formulate sentences so i'm like how come all of a sudden now all white people can speak properly like, no, that's not true. It's not about what race you are. It's about your le- level of education and how much you actually give a shit. Because some people are educated and don't speak properly because they just don't care. I mean, shit, I don't speak properly half of the time. So I'm like, the fact that people were like... It's because you're not... It's because, like, your accent, I swear. What accent? I don't feel like I have an accent. You just... You speak... I don't want to say normal, but <laughs> do you know how sometimes, like, black people can have that, like, country southern... I think that's maybe what they're expecting, mm. and then you don't have that. Yeah. I don't know. It's just so weird. I tell people all the time, like, when you meet me, please just drop all the stereotypes because I don't fit in any of them. And I feel like that's what a stereotype is. It's a constraint to, like, okay, you're from this culture. You're from this background. You need to be like this. And then once you don't fit into it, it's like, okay, well, you don't fit in because black people act this way. And even some black people are like, oh, yeah, you kind of, you're weird and you don't fit in. And it's like, okay, well, if I don't fit in in my own culture and the other people are like, oh, yeah, well, you don't fit, like, you know, where, where do, do you, you fit, fit in? in? Yeah. I think that's a, like um, how a lot of uh, mixed people feel, like people who are half white, half black. You're not black enough to hang out with the black people, but then you're also not white enough to hang out with the white people. So you're just stuck in this sort of limbo and then no one accepts the way that you act. So. So if you're acting black, quote unquote, then it's like, oh, wow, you must really like feed into that shit. Or then when you're acting white, it's like, wow, you don't like your black side. You like your black heritage. So it's like you you really just can't do right. You really just can't win. I'm like, I don't give like I I get it. It's so funny because everybody in the world is like, I don't see color. I don't see color. (laughs) Fucking give somebody (laughs) two seconds to like speak their mind and they're going to say something about your color. It's just I 
the the shitty part about it is that I get it because like if you don't know somebody and you guys have nothing connecting you, what you're gonna do is you're gonna look at them and if they're different than you in terms of color, race, where they're from, how much money they have, you like you're gonna point out those differences. Exactly, it's like a conversation starter. Yeah, for sure. But I just wish that like like I said, I, it's just weird that because you aren't like everyone else, then you just don't fit in. Yeah. And so, yeah, in this episode, we want to talk about when stereotypes become prejudice. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because I mean, like, it's like a, it's a fine line. It's a fine line that is going to be like hard to talk about because obviously I walk that line and there's lots of people that like make comments and shit like that. I think like there's that. lots of people who walk that line, though. I think if you're, it, I don't, I don't even think it's about walking the line. I think it's about just people in general. Everyone has a stereotype that people are going to place on them. I think some races just have more prejudice um, taken upon them with those stereotypes. Like, for example, black people. So black people are seen to be like super uneducated, just aggressive people. And obviously, whether whether it's just real life or movies, that's depicted everywhere. And um, it's really hard to get away from that when you're not like that at all. And you kind of, I understand that you have to, not that you should, but that you do have to um, kind of change people's minds when they meet you. Because they expect you to be like some like, oh, big black guy who's going to, like, fight me? Like, what? <laughs> yeah, for sure. And it's, like, when you really think about it and you think about, like, where the root of all of this may have, like, started, it's, like, when you watch movies, it can be something as simple as, like, oh, it's, like, the, the light and the dark. Like, you know, so the light is always looked at and depicted at as, like, oh, go towards the light and it's great and, like, you know, the light is the good part. It's always the good versus evil. So the dark is always known as the evil. So... Something as simple as that can be in the back of your psyche and you don't even realize that you acted out. So when people get older and stuff like that, like it, it's still the same thing. There are still people who are white and there's still people that are dark. So the fact that dark things are associated with bad, I think has a big like has a big yeah i never thought about yeah. it in that way and that's true too because that goes for animals as well yeah. just like black cats um so black animals are the least adopted overall in, in all the shelters whether whether it's a dog or a cat black animals go last and that's so sad yeah for sure and I, I don't think people like think of like oh where did this like start having this podcast has taught me a lot of like introspection so when you go to talk about something, you need to know about what you're talking about and the whole entire, like, you have to know all of it. You have to see it. So, From every perspective. Yeah. So when you if you, th if you, if you think about it, it's like a glacier. And I feel like most of the time, people just look at the tip. And people don't feel the need to look at the rest of the glacier because they're like, oh, well, I, I've seen the tip. So I, I already know how the rest of it's going to look. But the tip of, of a glacier can be really, really small. And then under it can be massive. And it always is. Yeah. And that's literally what happened in Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think people take enough time to like look under it, but like the deeper meaning, the deeper cause of things. Yeah. But like doing this podcast has taught me that like, okay, you have a stance on something and you might have an opinion on something, but in order for you to support that opinion and understand your stance, you have to look at the whole entire situation. Mm -hmm. So I think that's how I, I was able to do like the whole light versus dark, you know, that's, that's always been a thing. And then like, with the when it comes down to like black black people being arrested more and black people being in jail more, I just think it's it's the same thing. Like we have to get away from yeah, that. Yeah, it's whole, definitely prejudice. Yeah, we have to get away from that whole like dark is bad and like you know. And, and I think it goes way deeper than that. I understand what you're saying that that might like tap into it, but I mean it's it's just racism at the core of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I'm like if it's 
it, it is racism, yes, but I mean, like, and just in general, if that's just the way things are looked at, like, that darker things or darker items are just looked at as less or, you know, it doesn't, you know, it, it doesn't, doesn't help. help it doesn't yeah, help I guess seeing something from a simple point of view, like, that can help you to address, like, your prejudice against um, darker colored people you know yeah for sure. but yeah so of course you've had that experience but then like growing up um i was born in jamaica so but i'm half chinese and i look primarily asian and so um even just moving to america uh i had not i don't speak chinese i was not raised chinese anything like that but i look chinese so during school everyone would expect me to be like the smartest person out of everyone and like when we're in math class everyone would be like oh britney must know she's chinese like oh it's so funny and like it um ended up being a prejudice for me because it turned into uh, people just expecting this out of me and then treating me differently because I'm Asian and because, oh, you're not as good as math, math as you uh, are supposed <laughs> to be, then, oh, you're not Asian enough. And I'm just like, uh, wow. I'm like questioning myself. I'm like, am I am I stupid? And like this happened at like a very young age. And like it just really makes you like look at yourself and be like looking in the mirror like, why am I Asian even though I wasn't raised Asian? Like, am I supposed to be smarter than I am? And like it does fuck with your head a little bit when it comes to school because now I feel like even if you're were not raised Asian, now it's like, okay, I need to fight. I need to fight. I need to fight to be the smartest person because that's what's expected of me. And then it like fucks your psyche and, you know. Your yeah, head. for sure. I mean, it's the same thing with like, so Beyonce just l- released The Lion King, The Gift, and she has a song in it called uh, Brown Skin Girl. And people don't understand how important that song is just because, just like you said, when you have somebody telling you that you're like dark and you're like crispy and you're burnt and you're ugly and you're this and that, you know, like it's very easy to take that and be like, oh shit, I've heard this so many times. Maybe I am that. So like there's so many little black people, guys and girls who who have been told that their whole entire life and like as a result, there's like the bleaching of the skin and there's the, oh, well, I'm not black. I'm mixed with this. I'm mixed with like, you know, like. And yeah, no it's one like, wants to be completely black. Yeah, why? What's, what's wrong with just being black? Or they glorify uh, having mixed children. Yeah, for sure. So then like the fact that Beyonce went out there because Beyonce is, she's black. Don't, don't get me wrong. She's black. But she, the song was not even meant for people like her. It was meant for people with dark skin. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and, and it wasn't just for black people. It was for anybody with dark skin. Indian people with dark skin. Brown Brown people, people, yeah, brown, brown people, people in, general. in general. Yeah, so then, like, she made that song to, to, like, show those people that, hey, you are beautiful. Your skin is beautiful. Like, you should feel comfort in your in your own skin. And I'm like, it's amazing because not enough people do that. That's not a thing. That's not a message that's given out all the time. Yeah, it's not broadcasted. Yeah, for like, sure. If anything, everyone's promoting, like, being light-skinned. Yeah, or being know? exotic, you know? Being exotic. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I fucking hate when people label me as exotic. That is... I'm just like, okay. I'm just like, this some uh, tropical snake in a cage. Like, that's what I feel like when people are like, oh, you're so exotic. I'm like, bitch, I'm brown. Like, get over it. That's that's all that we need to say. We don't need to talk about me being a little um, fish in a fish tank. Like, <laughs> so we can, we can move past that. If you haven't listened to that song, go listen to it. Brown Skin Girl by uh, Beyonce. It's on The Lion King, The Gift. But the shitty part is that she made that song and had a great message to it. And she released it out to all of us. And the response was like, a whole bunch of black people falling in love with it 
yes, amazing. But at the same time, somebody went out and made a song. I don't know who it was because I didn't give the person the time of day to look up their name or whatever. But they made a song and they made it to be like light skin girls. <gasps> no. And I'm like, I'm like, just because somebody is like appreciating something and somebody is like cherishing something that doesn't doesn't get cherished nearly enough doesn't mean that you need to come out and be like oh me 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 like i matter too and you know what that's the same thing as when the black lives matter um movement happened the blue lives matter uh yeah (laughs) movement came out yes and it's like just because we are promoting um black black people and trying to bring awareness does not lessen you as a cop or you as a white person that's not the point and that's what everyone gets like confused about it's like everybody gets wrapped up in it exactly like oh you didn't make it's a song about brown girls well let's talk about light skin girls like okay well that's not the point we're not we're not trying to lessen your position at all but we're trying to bring awareness to something that there is not enough awareness about guys the issue is is that like people hate feeling left out yes so once you like make something and you're like oh this is so like look like it can be something as simple as oh look at my rock it's so beautiful it's purple (laughs) it's shiny it's gorgeous blah 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 at that moment that person is envious of what your rock so what do they do they go out and they get a rock oh well my rock's better than yours because it's big and it's this and it's that and it's this and it's uh, the reason why i'm like breaking it down into like simpler terms because these are like our complicated things that we're talking about that some Sometimes people don't not understand how to get the concept. And I'm like, just because somebody is standing up for something and they believe in something doesn't mean that you need to counteract what they believe in. Mm-hmm. They're just trying to get a message out and get a point out about their topic. Like mm-hmm. just somebody's right to like say speak out and like stand up for themselves does not mean that they want somebody else to counteract that right. We don't always have to make play them devil's against advocate. You, yeah. you know, it's not like okay, black lives matter, but blue lives don't matter. Like that's not that was not the fucking point, you yeah, dumbass. For sure. People are ignorant as fuck, dumb Ignorant. As fuck. Anyway, back to this whole stereotype and like prejudice thing. So I think that the main point and when this becomes like dangerous and it's no longer just like jokes and like ha 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 because like I said on a daily basis I have people do that shit and I get it because I'm a black guy so like at a certain point it's shitty to say but you have to be like kind of fluid with it or like okay with to, it you have to take everything very lighthearted. Yeah, or you're otherwise gonna you're going to be mad. Hurt. You're going to be yeah, mad be all, mad the, time. all, all the time. All the goddamn time. Because people, regardless of how progressive things become, there's always going to be stereotypes and there's always going to be prejudice and people are always going to have ideas about who you are, who you should be, or what they think that you are. And it's like, as long as you're secure with yourself and you know how you feel and what you stand for, then it's like, you really just got to like take everything with a grain of salt. Like, brush that shit off your shoulders. Just keep, keep it moving. Yeah, for sure. But like, the point where this shit becomes dangerous is when we... I don't know if this is something that happens in every household, but when I was younger, my parents had to like sit me down and they had to tell me like, oh, if you have ever been, if you ever get like pulled over by the cops or if you ever stopped by like law enforcement, you have to like make sure you listen to them. Make sure that you're like cooperative. Don't, don't fight back. Don't be combative. Just do what they want to make sure that you're safe. And I don't think that that's something that happens to everyone. And that's not a conversation that everybody has to have. And I think that's sad. Mm-hmm. That's really, really sad. Because at that yeah. at, at that point, I think that those people who are stopping us and like who are making us feel endangered like that don't understand that that's what it is. And I get it that like they may be afraid, but what are they afraid of? The stereotype. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's why um, there's so many cases of 
uh, black people uh, getting pulled over and then somehow getting shot by the police because they're getting their ID out of their pocket and yeah. things like that. It's like, I'm complying with you, but because you already have a premeditated idea of what I'm going to be or what I'm going to do to you, you're going to act um, in a spontaneous way and that's going to cost someone a life and it costs people lives every single day. Yeah, the bottom line is they're scared. So when you have somebody who's scared, who's trying to who's trying to like enforce their power or their dominance over something and for some reason it doesn't go their way their first reaction is to end it just because they're afraid they don't understand well they're afraid of what might happen to them which i get it but at the same time like you signed up for that job mm-hmm. when you when you decided that you wanted to be a police officer you knew that you were going to be in dangerous situations yeah you knew that if there's an emergency and somebody's breaking into a house and you're getting called on you, you you're have going a possibility into, of being killed <laughs> yeah well and it's, and it's a shitty thing to say but at the same time like you signed up for that. And I think that we need to do more evaluations on like people who try to get that job because we are giving them a lot of power. Yeah. We're giving I mean, them yeah, so much they power. literally walk around in public with a gun and a taser and handcuffs on them. Like that's a lot of fucking power. It's a lot of fucking power. So if they have like these stereotypes and these prejudices and they haven't addressed them and they don't know where they're coming from at that point, they are now putting me and a lot of people who look like me in danger. So just like how we were talking about stereotypes that we have um, for black people and police officers, let's talk about stereotypes and prejudice that people put on police officers. Like um, how regardless of what the situation is and how a cop is behaving, people will treat them with disrespect and just be aggressive um, right off the bat just because they're like, oh, well, you're a cop and you're going to try to hurt me and you want to give me a ticket, you want to endanger my life, whatever, you know? Yeah, for sure. I'm like, I've seen so many like of your videos on Facebook of like examples of this where the cop before shows the guy speeding, shows him doing a whole bunch of dumb shit. Like his body cam. Yeah, and then he like goes like pull him over. He comes up to the, uh, the class and the guy's like, he knocks on the glass like, "Hey, I, you know, I need your license and registration." And they pull the window down two inches, and they like whisper outside the window, like, "I'm, I'm scared." And it's like, okay, at that at that point, you know, you were doing something wrong, and and you of, know what that is. Yeah, instead of just cooperating, you're trying to make it difficult. Oh well, I'm a citizen, and I deserve to drive on the streets, and you guys are just pulling us over because you need to meet your quota. Blah blah blah. It, that's never what I, I I don't agree with that. If like at the same time, there's laws. There's laws that we all have to follow. It's a part of being an American. It's a part of being in the state. And somebody has to you know enforce these laws. And they have a hard job. And yeah, I, I'm, sure. I'll be the first one to say that they have a hard job to to know that you are going to be going into a job where you're going to be putting yourself in danger and you're going to be in dangerous situations and you're doing it all just to help people that you don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I could do that. Yeah. So I mean like. Even though I've been put in a lot of scary situations or I may be like fearful of cops, I know that their job is not easy and that when you're in a high pressure situation and you're forced to make a like life changing decision, life changing for them and for the other person, sometimes you make the wrong one and... Yeah, and even just like on a lesser scale when it's like something that's not even as serious as like... Uh, a call where that person's life might be put in danger. It's just like a cop, like as you said, can approach you with the utmost respect. And I've seen people just like basically like spit on their shoes. Like just because like there's a lot of bad cops in the world doesn't mean there's going to be um, every cop is going to be a bad cop. And like I think a lot of people 
because of everything that's happened with like police brutality now see cops and they're automatically like oh fuck that guy fuck that pig like blah 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 like I, I don't respect you and it's just like dude like he could save your life one day you know what I mean like or he can make your life a lot easier when he catches you doing something bad and he lets you off just because you were not an asshole to him you know like even though cops have done a lot of bad shit like we just have self to respect people at the end of the day and realize that like underneath that uniform they are a person and the way that you treat people is going to be the way they treat you and if you come up to a cop and you act like a fucking dick why would he not act like a dick back to you it's just like if you came up to someone and spat in their face would you not expect them to punch you you know yeah there's still people with me like personally sitting here and like preaching about like you know black people this black people that i'm like at the same time i don't want like, you can't look at all cops as the same because it would be the same thing as them looking at us and saying all black people are the same. Yeah, exactly. So they, they could have had a bad experience where with, with, a, with a black individual and shit just went sideways and they have a sour taste in their mouth and now they're afraid. But if they take that experience and they apply that to all the black people that they ever encounter on their job, then we're fucked. So I can't sit here and be like, all cops are shit. And I want them to like give me respect, and I'm not doing the same thing. Yeah. No, so it's absolutely. just a mutual mutual respect thing at the end of the day. And like, if if we allow, if we understand that we have these stereotypes, and we allow them to not become prejudice, then I think that's where we should be like working towards. That should be our goal. We're like bridging the gap and the like the issues that we have between like cops and civilians, you know, and like. Yeah, it's a it's a definitely a, touch, a touchy subject, and I feel like um, once we bring more awareness to things like that, then is when people can open the conversation up and tell them how, uh, like, be more honest about their feelings towards cops and the issues that they have surrounding them or, like, black people, and then we can have an open conversation, and then that's how we move towards the future, towards progression, where we aren't looking at black people and being like, oh, well, he's just going to steal my shit and be ghetto. Yeah, this is a really dope... Uh, YouTube channel they're called Jubilee and they they do this thing called Middle Ground and one of the Middle Ground episodes were cops and inmates so during the episode they're like asking questions like do you think all cops think the same do you think all inmates think the same do you think you were arrested under a justified reason blah 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 and the whole point of the Middle Ground is is that if you agree with it you go and you sit down into the chair and then they talk and then the people who disagree come and they sit down into the chair and they join the conversation so I'm not going to sit here and tell you what the whole entire episode was about, but I think that they're doing, like, Jubilee in general is doing really important work because they are going and they're bringing in these people who are working in these jobs or living these lifestyles that have very difficult, you know, topics that need to be addressed. And instead of shying away from it, they're giving the people the platform to talk about it. So if you haven't checked it out, it is Jubilee on YouTube. Super dope. The series is called Middle Ground. Love it, love it, love it. 10 out of 10. Recommend. Yeah, for sure, because, like, the whole point of us even bringing up these topics with our get-to-the-fucking points is to start a conversation and to help people to understand different perspectives and just to start a conversation that leads towards progression and people understanding each other better and being able to be more honest with their feelings and their opinions and their views and somehow coming together and just being whole. 
Yeah, we never want you guys to feel like we're like preaching at you or whatever. We both have our standpoints and our opinions on situations and we know that there are people out there who feel differently. So we always encourage you guys to comment or like, you know, DM us, like tell us your opinions and allow us to see that because like I said before, in order to get the whole entire image, you need to know everything that's going on. Exactly. So there might be things that maybe we're not saying and we're not understanding and you feel like I wish that I could tell them this. Well, you can and we are very open to (laughs) it. (laughs) Literally. Of course. We are listening. Yeah, so so we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and flip this over because I know we were talking about like me being a black guy and black issues, but mm-hmm. at the same time, I'm like I think that there are white people who also face prejudice. So an example of this on my end would be that all white people like hate black people. That's not the case, 100%. Most of my friends are super dope, chill white people, and even though. Like, how do I explain it? Like, I get the idea. The idea is because you guys are separate and because you guys are different that you guys don't have a common ground and you guys don't have a common meeting point. But I think it just takes two individuals from different backgrounds coming together to realize, oh, he is just as cool as me. We chill. Like, I can t- I'll can, i be the first one to say all white p- people don't hate black people. And I'm a perfect example. Yeah, and I, um, with that, I feel like that's why a lot of times when you see clicks of people it's a lot of um white people together and a lot of black people together and then whenever they come together it's like oh wow people look at it because um people have like a premeditated uh idea in their head behind like oh i need to stick with my people i need to stick with my race and black people might think oh like these white people don't want to hang out with me and then white people might think oh these black people don't want to hang out with me when it's like we can intermingle through races it doesn't matter and um, we have to get away from the idea of thinking that just because someone is white they're gonna feel a certain way about me and just because someone is black they're gonna feel a certain way about me because that's not how it is at all because like with our friends group there's so many different types of brown people and we all get along and it probably looks weird to other people when you see the group and it doesn't make sense quote-unquote but um once you get to know everyone's personalities like we are all the same and I think that's why that people might say to Robert oh you talk white because he hangs out with a lot of like white people but it's like it's not even about the fact that he hangs out with white people he talks that way when he's around black people (laughs) it is not about (laughs) the race that he's hanging out with and I think that that's why some people might point that out because you have white friends yeah and it's funny because when uh, we recently, before the whole nursing school and all that shit, we went on a trip to Amsterdam. And during Amsterdam, we took a group photo. And as I've had so many people come up to me and be like, wow, I did not expect those people that you were with to be the people that you went to Amsterdam with. And I'm like, everybody was brown. <laughs> yeah, everybody was either black or brown. And everybody was just shook, shook to their core. Like, I did not expect that. And I'm like, why? And they're like, uh, I don't know. I just that you hang out with like white people, so I thought that that's the people who are going to be there. And I'm like, especially going to Europe, I feel like black people like the, pe- people have a stereotype that black people only go to like tropical places or yeah. Miami, or black know? people don't travel at all. Yeah, or they don't travel. So the fact that like yeah, it was like in the, in the group picture, it's a whole bunch of black of us. We were all and just, there was like ten of us. Yeah, and we're all just chilling, and it's like everybody's <laughs> like, oh shit, like wow, these are I'd never wow, met this side. Those side of your black people, awesome. <laughs> Literally, so I'm like. It's, it's just that we all, like, I get it. I get that when you see something, you judge it by the, by the cover. It's a natural human 
response. Uh, response. Yeah. So if you are able to realize that and understand that, and then you know, make Break sure that cycle. Yeah, you work. You work thought. against that. Then I think we'll all be out for the better. Yeah, because I I think it was funny when people started to point that out. Because I was like, it was a row of ten brown people in a land full of white people. <laughs> <laughs> it was fantastic. We were stared at a lot. Yeah, for sure. And it's like. It's so funny because it's not just us that do this. It's not just Americans. We can give examples of there. We were like speaking and we were talking just the way we're talking now. And instead of, oh, you're talking white over there, it's like, wow, you're really American. And it's funny because it's every, it's everywhere. Every, everywhere there's a stereotype and there's a prejudice and people have an idea of how somebody should be. And we were on a bus. And once again, we were talking, having a conversation. Well, they were saying that we sound like reality Yeah, they said because that. Because they didn't think Americans sounded like how they do on TV. They, yeah. I, they thought that that was just reality show. So when we were speaking, they're like, wow, you guys sound like you're it's, in a reality <laughs> show. They said like, that that's how you guys friend, actually speak. I'm like, oh, shit. Our friend Brittany and uh, our friend Alicia, they said they sounded like Kardashians. <laughs> I'm like, and it's funny it's because when you hear... Alicia and I against the Kardashians. Of course, there's similarities because we're both we're all from America, but we do not sound like the Kardashians. So I was like, okay, thanks. I'm like, I don't know how to take that, but uh, I'm gonna run with it. <laughs> it's just like whenever you're in a space where you aren't like other people, you're going to be judged, and you should never feel like you need to like change yourself or like you know morph into something else that you're not just because you feel like you want to fit into that space. Yeah, don't become what people think that you should be. We don't want people who are all the same. Yeah, we really don't. Sure. It's it's okay to be like different. And I think once you like learn to like love the skin that you're in, I'm talking right now, I'm talking to like black people just because I get it. Like once you once you learn to like understand that black is beautiful and that you are, you know, beautiful just because you're different doesn't mean that you're you're not equal and like Just because you don't fit like the common standard of beauty doesn't mean make you not beautiful. Yeah, like the whole two C hair and you're like not mixed and you're not exotic, like you're mm, still you don't got blue eyes. Yeah, for sure. I mean, just fucking rock your own shit. I mean, you only got one life to live. If you're going to sit here and worry about what everybody else is thinking, that sounds like a shitty life. You're going to be really stressed out yeah. for your entire life. Sounds like a really fucking shitty life to live. And I'm not... You <laughs> not about me, it. Count me out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's talk about um, the stereotype that a lot of people have towards white people, um, which is what a Trump supporter looks like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Which is sure. like... It's like kind of like a little bit funny to me because I think that when a lot of people think of a Trump supporter, they see a white man or woman, usually with some khakis, uh, playing golf, wearing <laughs> Sperry's or some sort of other Caucasian shoe, and uh, wearing a polo, um, you know, whatever, that look. And <laughs> it, it really fucking sucks because we have a really good friend who um, dresses just like that and plays golf and has a nice house like the typical American guy and he is so liberal and I know that when people see him especially black people they're probably like oh look at that Trump supporter when he's like literally the farthest <laughs> thing from it yeah it's so weird because like his lifestyle is different than ours by a lot because he got money and he has a house <laughs> and shit and as you would you would think that like because it's like that he would put himself like above us or feel like he's above and he's the total opposite and it's like the total he, opposite he also deals with stereotype and prejudice at the same time because whenever we're in our uh, friend group there's always like a running joke that like oh he got the bill oh he's gonna pay for this oh he's gonna pay for that he's gonna pay for this and it's like 
I try not to do it because we've had like a heart on heart conversation and he's told me before like he doesn't like it when people point out the money that he makes because he's like if I'm not doing that I'm not rubbing it inside your guys' faces I don't understand why it's somebody else's business to put my business out there mm-hmm. so I mean at that at that point that is something that is hurting his feelings and it becomes it's a stereotype that's becoming a prejudice because it now affects him and how he wants to act around people so it's, it's like no matter what lifestyle you live well what lifestyle you walk there's stereotypes and prejudices that you have to deal with mm-hmm. and i think that it's even just, if it's like on a, a lesser scale like yeah. oh people assume that you have money like oh wow what yeah. a terrible problem yeah i just think that it's, it's so much easier to be like oh if you're rich and you're famous or whatever then you, you have don't no have problems. any problems yeah exactly <laughs> so i mean like we said before do your own goddamn thing live your best life Live your best life. Stop judging everyone for what they wear. (laughs) (laughs) Judge them by their actions, as cheesy as that is. Yeah, if somebody's shitty, then you you can judge them. But I mean, at least give them them the opportunity to show you who they are as a person because it's so much easier to like look at Brittany and be like, oh, she's just so beautiful. She's pretty. But at the same time, she could be a bitch. And it's so easy to look at me and be like... Or they look at me and since I have resting bitch face, they're like, oh, she's a fucking stuck-up bitch. Yeah, and I'm for, like, for okay. Sure. Sh- I mean, her face do be looking at stink sometimes. But. Stink as fuck. <laughs> I'm like, don't talk to me! <laughs> Alright, guys. So that wraps up episode nine. Thank you so much for joining us on this little journey that we have. Of course, we definitely want to keep this conversation going. Please email us, slide in our DMs, do whatever, like, comment, subscribe. You can find us on Twitter and on Instagram at official underscore R&B and you can email us if that's what you like at official R&B podcast at gmail.com yes 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 we are most active on um, Instagram for sure uh, my personal Instagram is Rob Bates R-O-B-B-A-T-E-S-S and my personal Instagram is B-R-V-T-T please uh, give us a follow give us a subscription subscription <laughs> subscribe like comment do all that stuff yeah for sure i'm gonna go ahead and uh shout out my friend bryn bryn thank you so much she told me that she like was driving with one of her friends and told everybody in the car there was like six of them you know that's so sweet like she has a cool podcast and she's i've seen her do it like you know word of mouth right in front of me so word of mouth really works people if you have friends that listen to podcasts and they're not listening to ours shout us out shout us out we um totally appreciate everyone that even just brings our name up and it's happened so much in the past few weeks so yeah thank you to everyone so much make sure you guys go on to apple Podcasts, give us a review give us a five stars it really helps us out it helps us out a bunch you guys have no idea but until next week see you later see you later bye